his father. I love that song. It says a lot about how the enemy tries to attack God's people. Yet God always covers and protects us. Yes, Lord. Sometimes he'll let us go through some things. Yes, he will. Just to show the enemy that he could still take him. Amen. Regardless of what the devil tries to throw at us, know that God is our shield and buckler. Amen. 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 And we are still here. Yes, Lord. Blessed by his love. Yes. Let us go into prayer. Father God, thank you for this glorious day. We thank you for this opportunity to stand before you. I empty my total self out. And I ask you to pour your Holy Spirit into me. You are welcome in this place, Holy Ghost. And we thank you for worshiping with us today. We thank you for your presence on today. We thank you for the presence of your people, Lord God. And I ask you, Father God, that this word that goes forth will go forth with love and power and might. I thank you, Lord God, that we're able to, to worship you in a comfortable place. We're not having to duck and dodge and sneak around and give thanks to you, Lord God. We can do it freely yes. in this place called America. And so we thank you, Lord God, for placing us in this season and in this place. And for such a time as this, we ask you to continue to bless and keep us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. amen and amen, amen, amen. Happy birthday, Sister Marjorie. Hallelujah. I know God is has blessed you with another birthday and he continues to bless yes, you Lord. with many more good things in your life. Thank God for your presence today. Glad to see Sister Vera in the house today. She's been in and out of the hospital. So we're happy to have her in worship with us today. Thank you for being here. Let's go into the word of God. Uh, we're gonna look at two scriptures today. 1 Samuel 16, 1 uh, Samuel chapter 16, and we're going to start at verse 14 and read through verse 18, and then we're going to go to Proverbs chapter 16, another 16, and verse 4. So 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 14 through 18, and then Proverbs chapter 16, verse 4. And I'll be reading from the NLT, and then I will also reference the NIV for 1 Samuel, and then for Proverbs, I'll reference the KJV. So we begin with the NLT. Now, the spirit of the Lord had left Saul, and the Lord sent a tormenting spirit that filled him with depression and fear. Some of Saul's servants said to him, a tormenting spirit from God is troubling you. Let us find a good musician to play the harp whenever the tormenting spirit troubles you. He will play soothing music and you will soon be well again. All right, Saul said, 
Find me someone who plays well and bring him here. One of the servants said to Saul, one of Jesse's sons from Bethlehem is a talented harp player. Not only that, he is a brave warrior, a man of war, and has good judgment. He is also a fine looking young man, and the Lord is with him. The NIV says, now the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. <laughs> Saul's attendants said to him, see an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord command his servant here to search for someone who can play the lyre or the harp. He will play when the evil spirit from God comes on you and you will feel better. So Saul said to his attendants, find someone who plays well and bring him to me. One of the servants answered, I have seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem who knows how to play the lair or the lyre or harp. He is a brave man and warrior. He speaks well and is a fine looking man and the Lord is with him. I want you to focus your attention on, on, on this, these passages of scripture before I move into Proverbs. An evil spirit from the Lord, and the Lord is with him. <laughs> Sounds like an oxymoron, right? Proverbs 16 and four says, the Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. You may be seated in his presence. My subject title for today is When Evil Works for God. When Evil Works for God. The Lord has made everything for his own purposes, even the wicked for a day of disaster. Now God didn't create some people to be wicked, but rather he will use the activities of wicked people for his good purposes. The Bible describes God as holy, Righteous, just, and sovereign. And there are two attributes that tell us about God. One is that he is capable of preventing evil. And two, God desires to rid the universe of it. So both of these are true, and if they are, then why does God allow it? If God has the power to prevent it, and he has the desire to prevent it, then why doesn't he? There are some important distinctions to be made between God controlling evil and God creating it. 
Evil is not of God, but as our passage of scripture says today, it's from him. So why does God allow it? And why do I sound like a broken record? Because I want you to think about why do you think God allows evil to take place? To accomplish his purpose. And perhaps a more practical way to look at this question would be to consider some alternative ways in which God might manage the world. God could change everybody's personality Amen. so that we can't sin. But this would mean that we would not have free will. We would not be able to choose right or wrong because we would be programmed like robots to do only what's right. Now, had God chosen to do this, there would not be a meaningful relationship between him and his creation. God wants us to want him. Have you ever chased after somebody who didn't chase you back? <laughs> Have you ever wanted somebody who didn't want you back? Have you ever loved somebody who didn't love your back? See, God wants us to want him, and he wants us to love him, not because he forces us to do it, but because he wants us to do it freely. Yes, yes. And I don't want nobody who don't want me. All right. Just so you know. Amen. Because I don't want to chase after you if you don't want to be Amen. caught. Amen. <laughs> God can and will use our struggles. Yes, Lord. Heartbreaks and tragedies and ways Amen. to bring about his glory and our good. Such events, even though we don't understand the reason, it's a part of God's divine, perfect plan. And sometimes God allows this evil to take place in order to not only change our position, <laughs> but to promote change. So where would you be if this hadn't happened to you? What would you be doing if that hadn't happened to you? How would you operate in God's universe if you had your way to do whatever you wanted without consequences? All right, now. God says it all works for our good. Yes, yes. And Jeremiah says, for I know the plans I have or the thoughts that I think toward you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. Amen. And to give you an expected end. What are you expecting from God? So God will allow us to go through some stuff to fulfill his purpose. And God is an all-powerful God. He is sovereign. He is supreme in his power. So God can do whatever he wants to do and he can stop evil at any time in our lives, if he wants to. 
If God could not control evil, he would not be God. Mm. Amen. His sovereignty demands that he be in control of everything, even evil. Bob Marley sang a lot about Babylon in his songs. While the reference to Babylon well, in the Rastafarian belief, the state of the current world is Babylon in reference to its Western focus on materialism and greed. And what does the Bible say about greed? For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving that money have wanted from the true faith and they have pierced themselves with many sorrows. What does that mean? Is that means they are more spiritually poor Amen. and financially rich. <clears throat> we have a spiritually poor society who is financially rich mm. in this culture. Mm. They have plenty of money, but they don't have a heart. Amen. They have plenty of money, but they are selfish. They have plenty of money, but they are dictators. Right. They have plenty of money, but they ain't trying to help nobody. They just yeah. want to keep it all to themselves. Evil. Right. They have wanted away from hospitality. What is that? Give what? Why should I give my billions away? 50 billion is not enough. I want 60 billion. So why should I give anything to those people? I earned this. I worked for it. So they've wandered away from the hospitality in which God intended for us to treat one another like. Be hospitable. As one of the women of religion from our company, we were supposed to write a six-word sentence about who we were. And mine was always be intentional with your hospitality. Because that's why Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed because of the lack of hospitality. Along with the other stuff that they were doing. It, was, it was, wasn't because of, as they say, this made up creation of homosexuality. It was because of all the other ratchetness that was going on in those two cities. So God allowed the evil, why? Did he allow the evil to take place? When he is a sovereign God who can just stop it at the snap of his fingers. So why does he allow it? The Bible is sometimes not very clear on some things. <laughs> but one thing it is clear about is evil. And God does not perform evil. He allows it to accomplish his purpose. If it serves God's purpose, he will allow it. I don't like it no more than you do. Trust me. If I could avoid it, I would. If I could prevent from going through the process, I would. If, if I didn't have to face any evil, I wouldn't. But that's not how God wants us to be because if I didn't have to face anything, then I can't grow. I can't grow my faith. I can't grow my trust. Without any experiences, how can I become a testimony? So God will allow the evil to take place in our lives to fulfill 
his purpose. Amen. We just have to pray our way through. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord. James teaches us that God cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one. Don't, don't say God is tempting me. That's the devil. All right now. And Deuteronomy says the rock, his work is perfect for all his ways are just. So we may not necessarily think God is being fair, but his, all his ways are just. Whatever he does, it's justified. I guarantee you. So the pain has purpose. Yes, it does. And what does pain do to us? It drives us to our knees, or it should. It drives us to pray more. David went from the pit to the palace because the oil anointed him, pointed him out. He was God's chosen. The people wanted Saul. So you got to be careful when you allow people to validate you. Because those same people that validate you will be them same people that stone you when you mess up now. So it is best that you allow God to anoint and appoint the people that's supposed to be in your life. Yes, Lord. And the things that you're supposed to do and the places in which you're supposed to go. If you trust God with the evil and the good, then it's going to all work for your good. Amen. But you got to trust him. It's not easy trusting God a lot of the times. It's not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it is. It's not. It's hard to trust somebody you can't see. It's hard to trust somebody you can't really physically hear unless the Holy Ghost is talking in your ear. It's hard to trust somebody you can't touch. It's hard to trust somebody you don't think can hear you. But that's where your faith comes in. You have to know that God hears everybody's prayers. He just don't respond to everybody's prayers because they're they not righteous. They, they operating out of his wheelhouse, in other words. They're not in right standing with him because they're doing something totally opposite of what God has told them to do. Sometimes God has to do those things to get us to the point to where he wants us to be. Not all bad things happen or bad. Amen. Amen. We may look at them as being bad, but not according to God's just judgments. Some bad things happen for our good. Amen. David was chased by Saul. Saul called to kill David. He sought to kill David. He sought to kill David because he was jealous of David. Because he was jealous of David? David tried to sleep with his wives, his concubines. David tried to take over his role. He was jealous of David because he was God's anointed. He was God's chosen. So he wanted David out of the picture. He was mad because the people were praising David for killing 10,000 soldiers when Saul only killed 1,000. But you killed 1,000. You killed 1,000. David may have killed 10,000, so together y'all killed 11,000 people. How about that? Combine your efforts together. Don't be jealous of some, what somebody else is doing. What are you doing for God? So God allowed this evil to take place in David's life. He got chased by the person who actually loved him at one point. Imagine that. When Saul sought to kill him, God shielded him. He hid it in and out of caves. And guess what? 
He used Saul's oldest son to do it. <laughs> He'll make you enemy. You fuck someone. All you gotta do is just trust God. Don't worry about the evil people that's out there. God will take care of them. I guarantee you. He'll take care of the evil folk. You don't have to do anything but just trust God. And I know it's hard when you don't see anything changing. I know it's hard when you don't see anything happening, but trust it anyhow. He's working on it. You got to believe that God is always working for our good. Sometimes God has to hide us to protect us from danger. We see it as a challenge. God sees it as a choice. You'll find this throughout the scripture in the lives of God's hidden servants. God hid Joseph in a prison. Now, really? Who wants to be hidden in a prison? How is that a blessing? Really? Joseph was hidden in a prison before he became a leader. He went to prison before he went to the palace. All right. <laughs> He hid Moses in the desert for a third of his life before he led the people out of Egypt. He hid David in the mountains, running in and out of caves. Can you imagine running, being a nomad, never having to really settle anywhere and call home because somebody is out to kill you? How is that a blessing? Rahab hid the spies. She was a harlot. But God used her. In the book of Habakkuk, God used the Babylonians and evil people to accomplish his will. He hides Elijah in Cherith before the great contribution at Carmel. And in the New Testament, he hid Paul for three years in Arabia after his conversion. See, just because you accept Christ don't mean life is going to be a bowl of cherries. Amen. Sometimes that's when the enemy really attacks. Just to see if that seed planted is firm. Just because we accept Christ doesn't exempt us from life. David was anointed king, but it was done in secret. See, sometimes God don't expose us, especially when we're not ready. So he has to hide us until he is ready to point us out. And God will make evil work for our good. David was commissioned by God to be king. And God was always with him. You know God is always with you. So I say, stay in the fight. I know life can be difficult at times. But stay in the fight. Amen. I've known people who were chosen by other people, and those same people that chose them had them removed from their post. First lady and I have seen it firsthand. Preachers start churches, they take on board members, they help people making decisions for the church and the ministry, and if they don't like what you're doing, they'll have you voted out. Sure will. <laughs> they sure will. 
Out of your own church. Out of your own church. <laughs> We've seen it happen. Many times too often. And that's why I'm glad that God chose me. I didn't let somebody else choose me. And he didn't want other people to choose Amen. me either. So he hid me. And he, his, he is still hiding me. He's trying to expose me little by little. And, and, and I'm resistant to that because I don't want people to think that they've done me any favors. My blessings come from the Lord. Amen. And I'm glad that he allows other people to bless me, but I want them to bless me for all the right reasons and not because they want to manipulate me to do things that they think I should. You don't have to get even with people. Whatever. God says vengeance is mine. So you have to keep on keeping on. Even when evil rears its ugly head, tell that thing to talk to the hand because my God is able. Don't quit because of evil days and evil people. In time, the wicked shall cease their troubling. Despite all the evil around us, God has the power to overtake it at any time. So don't fret about it. Don't be in fear. Don't walk in fear. Walk in faith. Don't worry about our current leaders. Don't worry about your current situation. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about the how. Just know who is responsible for it all. His name is Jesus. God is in control. Amen. So don't think that because things seem to go awry and don't seem that things just, just because things are chaotic that God don't already know. He's already there. Amen. And just, just think about this. He might be creating the chaos for you so he can get you to move. Amen. Sometimes we grow stagnant and we become stagnant and don't want to move on our own so sometimes God will just give a little boost. Yes, Lord. Because we become too complacent Amen. in our lives. Amen. And so God doesn't want us to just stay there. He wants us to continue to grow. Amen. So sometimes God will throw a little evil in there mm. so it can work for your good. Amen. Remember, life happens in cycles and seasons. We call it time. Despite all the evil around us, God has the power to take over it yes, and squash it. He's in control of everything and everybody. Amen. Even Donald Trump. Hallelujah. Even Rocket Man. Yes, and all the people who think that they are undermining the system. God is exposing them little yes, by Jesus, little. Doesn't matter who you are. God has no respect of person. Doesn't matter what your color is, what your gender is, what's done in the dark. Y'all know the word. Always. So who's in charge of it all? God. Both good and evil. So let God handle both the good and the evil. You just keep on praying and trusting that God will not let the evil overtake you. 
He always has a ram in the bush. Yes, he does. And our wise and perfect God can use evil to fulfill his purpose. The perfect example was Jesus' crucifixion. The murder of Christ yes, yes. was an evil act. But through it all, God redeemed his son. Amen. And he disarmed those demonic powers and authorities. And then God sent Jesus to snatch the keys from the enemy. Yes, Lord. He took the keys from hell. And then he ascended to heaven. See, a lot of people don't preach that piece. They just talk about Jesus ascended to heaven. He went to hell first to catch the keys, to snatch the keys from Satan. Yes, Lord. And then he declared that all power, all power, all power, supreme power, sovereign, mm -hmm. is in my hands, heaven and earth. Yes. So know that God does prevent and restrain some evil. Yes, Lord. Think about Job's story. The world would be much worse if he didn't. Amen. 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 Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for this powerful word on the day we ask you, O oh God, to deliver us from evil. For we know you are with us. Keep us, Lord God. Keep us in your care. We know that everything works out for our good because we love you, Lord God, and we are the called according to your purpose, Lord God. Let every situation be brought under your advisement and under your power and under your sovereignty and under your justice. Let no evil befall our tent, our home, our spiritual church, our spiritual bodies. Let the evil flee from us, Lord God. Each time we see it coming, Father God, we ask you to rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Amen. We trust and we depend on your everlasting arms. Yes. Guard us in all of our ways so yes. that we don't dash our foot against the stone. Yes, yes. Disperse your angels around us, Lord God. Encamp them all around us so that we are protected from these last and evil days. Yes, Lord. And when we see evil coming, Lord God, mm. we can speak your word yes, Lord. and send it back to the pit of hell from whence it came. Yes, Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. Yes. You have no power over God's people. Yeah. We ask you, O oh God, to continue to lead and guide us and protect us in this season that we are in. Yes, Lord. Show us your favor, Lord God. Let your face shine upon us, Lord God. Keep your hands of protection over us as we travel with the full armor of God. Yes, Lord. Let us never forget that you are in complete control of this world. It is in Jesus' name we trust and we pray, and by your will we ask. Amen. 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 Amen.
There was a church for Soon and very soon, we are going 